Alright, we're gonna go ahead and pull them in. Let's do this, man. Alright, I'm unmuted. Are we here? Uh, <laughs> yeah. yep. Alright, cool. Nice and easy. Uh, let's turn the music down. We were just, we were talking about life during COVID and how it's affected work. Oh, good topic. We haven't even talked about COVID yet. We've been doing this podcast during COVID and haven't said a single word about it, which is kind of weird. Yeah, we were we were talking about how Lady Brave, our guest, uh, badass. What we, what do we say? PVP Baroness. P- the Crucible Baroness. Okay. Crucible, Crucible and, and the art addict. Yeah. Um, but no, we were talking about uh, she. You're a vet tech student. Or no, just vet tech. Mm-hmm. You're a vet tech, and how like the masks change, how having uh, a one or two people allowed in versus having a full family allowed in for like a dog being euthanized or a- any animal, like mm. that's pretty rough. That that hurts. Yeah. Yeah, the euthanasia thing sucks because I mean, having to go out to people's cars and be like, all five of you cannot come in, like. I mean, a lot of people are understanding about it. It's funny that the people who are there for, like, routine shit are the ones that give you the most shit. And the people who are there to, like, say goodbye to their pet are the ones that are, like, much more easygoing. Right. But it's still hard. I mean, especially for the euthanasias. For the routine stuff, I'm like, shut up. Right. I don't have patience for you. We're clipping your dog's nails. Yeah, you're going to be in there for 10 minutes. Like, you you and your children don't need to come in. You can FaceTime your husband while your dog's in here getting two shots. Oh, people yeah. do that. People will call their, like, whoever's in the car, they'll call them, they'll FaceTime them to, like, talk to the doctor. And I'm like, my God. <laughs> That's a little <laughs> like, much. <laughs> you, like, maybe if you haven't, you know, people won't come for 10 years and they'll be like, my pet's sick. And I'm like, well, I wonder why. You haven't brought it to a vet for, like, five years. Yeah. That's like uh, when I got my COVID scare, like, two months ago, three months ago. I got sick real bad. I had, like, a 104 fever. And I hadn't had a flu shot since I went to boot camp in 2018. That's <laughs> that's rough. My, my mom, Oof. my mom was like, "No duh, you're gonna get sick." Yeah. yeah. Hey, Zion, can you move your mic a little bit closer to your mouth? <laughs> now, well, <laughs> <laughs> don't eat it. <laughs> I won't eat it. Perfect. That's better. I just wanted to make sure we got good All levels, right. man. I want to make sure I'm gonna hear that silky voice. You got a new microphone too. Yeah, I mean, it happened literally on the podcast last episode. Yeah. I just didn't set it up. Oh man, it looks good, man. It sounds you have crisp voice. It's, it sounds like an angel's butt. Just ASMR stream win. <laughs> oh yeah. No. Um, we were also talking about like how the masks affect. Like she was saying, uh, it can be on shift where by the end of her shift she'll start. You were saying you get hot, like it, it makes yeah, yeah, almost just the whole time. people if you're, complaining. You know that they have to wear a mask to come in and sit for you know 10 minutes and i'm yeah. there for eight hours lifting running around and people have the like audacity to complain and i'm like you're sitting yeah. for 10 minutes like yeah. you we can wear it. your mask we get it <laughs> rain or say, shine especially or... you i mean you're doing like real hardcore physical labor yeah we go out we're pounding stakes we're setting boards we're pouring concrete we're rotting bent over we're pulling a two by four and raking mud into the forms and kind of setting it to where it needs to be and if you're if you're the one rotting and you're beating on it for a hundred yard pour, that's eight hours been over pulling a two by four. That's not fun. Or if you're the rake guy who's trying to muck rake and pull the mud to the right spots or make sure there's no holes, it, it just sucks. Yeah. But we're, we're adapting. If, if we're not doing it, we're not working. So yeah. Right. 
That's rough, man. My wife is a nurse, and so she has to deal oh with my gosh, yeah. wearing that stuff. And then if somebody's COVID disinfect, positive, disinfect, oh, disinfect, God, it's a mess. So, you know, she wears. I, I, um, I actually have a funny story about masks. Uh, this happened to me while I was gone in Florida. So it's very recent. I just came back Ooh. from visiting my mom, and luckily we were, we were smart. I literally just went to the beach and hung out in her apartment. So we, I, I did the most I possibly kept it to could. a minimum. Yeah, the only time I had public interaction was once it was the first and last time of my entire trip so i'm a big i love fishing like when i go on vacation i will fish anywhere mostly i'll do shore fishing um so but unfortunately the waves were like really bad like we would throw the, the line out and then it would basically just come right back to shore so we're like fuck uh so we ended up going to a pier well lo and behold no one on the pier wants to wear a mask and like you know, even wear a mask just while you're walking by and then take it off, like when you're in your own, like socially distanced, you know, and you're in your own spot or whatever on the pier. If I'm 100 feet from you up on a rock and you're down on the dunes, I don't want to have my mask on. Right, exactly. So, same thing with the, like on the pier. Well, it was the weirdest thing, dude. So, I'm wearing my mask, going to my spot, and then I had to go to the bathroom. I had to go put my mask on, you know, walked all the way to the end of the pier. And this is the first time I've ever heard this, but two people were like, why is he wearing a mask? And it just like hit me for a second. I was like, it's like, wait, wait, what? Like, why am I wearing a mask? That's that right there is why Florida has such high numbers for so long. I had trained for this point. So without skipping a beat, (laughs) I fucking turned to them. I was like, I have COVID. Just kept walking, dude. I was like, you could have taken the mask down and then (laughs) I didn't do that. But I was like, I have COVID. (laughs) Just, just, Just be like, yeah, I have COVID. Here, shake my hand. Yeah, no. How you doing, mate? Dude, without skipping a beat, I just did that, and I went to the bathroom, I came back, and they were gone. So I didn't get to see, like, a rebuttal or nothing. Yeah, it was awesome. But it's just so weird how a state, like, and that was the worst part. My mom was telling me um, that they live in a county called St. John's County, and the county above them is called Duval County. And Duval County is very strict, but St. John's County, like, Bars are open. No social. They didn't. You didn't have to social distance if you wanted to. This includes restaurants. Like they'll just sit you right next to people. No fucks given. Like it's you don't have to wear your mask if you don't want to. I was like, what is happening around there? We just but, got because of that same mandate that forced us masks twenty four seven. Everything's closed again. We're back to phase one lockdown. Yeah, really. Everything's shut down. No bars. No restaurants. No parks. No aquariums. No like schools are all online again they yep. were trying to go for like two weeks and they had a skyrocket of cases oregon's yeah, getting the worst here. it's had since it started right now yeah same thing with yeah, my county which the whole restaurant thing should have been from the beginning i mean drive through get- stuff i can understand but like re- like actual sit-down restaurants there's really no reason for them to be open i get the people i get having outdoor seating but yeah I get having outdoor seating and that's and that's a route because you need to try to help these businesses stay alive. But at the same time, if they're they can do like, uh, I don't know, it's rough. I my first job was just a take day. out like that's yeah. fine. But like you don't need people coming down and sitting at restaurants. And like I said, I understand that. I mean, these people who like that don't want to wear masks and stuff. They like they just want their lives back like we all do. We all want to go back to like normal. I don't but think there'll be a normal again. For a after very this, long this time. is gonna change how we think. Bro, oh yeah. I've, yeah. Ever since this has started, before this, I didn't wash my hands or disinfect hardly at all. Now I do it like every hour. 
Unless I'm yeah. here on my PC, and even then, I clean my PC once every three days. I Before this, that's I the didn't. The funniest part to me is that all the precautions and stuff that we have to do now is shit that people should have been doing before. Like, yeah, I'm not to out, but when people say like that, they're like, "Oh, I never washed my hands before." I'm like, "Why the fuck not?" Like, you yeah. learn that shit in kindergarten to wash your fucking yeah. hands after you take a piss. Like, exactly. It's funny to me that you know sneezing into your arm or if you're sick not hanging out with people like all that stuff is very like rudimentary things that you learn when you're like a child yep it's just basic sanitation it's crazy and now you know people are like freaking out yeah man and that's one thing too is like well i was over in japan and everybody that it was really weird for me as an american to go over there and see like randomly people be wearing masks like you walk into a building you take your sh like uh especially somebody's house you take your shoes off and you have like yeah. you wash your hands like you get dirt off of you and you just like don't bring dirt into somebody else's house or germs like they're very clean and i felt it was so foreign but now look at us we're doing the exact same yeah. thing that they're doing they just they were just like ahead of the curve you know what i mean they were just yeah. is what it is like i can't believe i let people get so close to my fucking mouth before covid i can't believe like <laughs> You know, like you're at the bar or something and you have like you have i'm right here what do you want to drink i'm like why are you so like back up like you know i can't believe yeah. that was so normal for so I long was so much more i don't want to say intimate but relaxed before yeah you yeah. like that just letting random people you know share drinks with you or eat i mean i know i used to do that like people who i was like kind of friends with like we just co-workers where before I'd be like, hey, you can take a fucking sip out of my drink. Like, I don't give a shit. Like yeah. now I'm like, don't even fucking come near. You yeah. know what I mean? Don't like, be so, like, into my drink. Yeah. Yeah. Like it's, <laughs> it is funny how now things that we used to look at is just like, eh, who, who fucking cares? Like, eh, I'll get, maybe I'll get a little cough or something. Like now it's like way more intense. Yeah. I was listening to this podcast. Keep away. Keep yeah, away. exactly. <laughs> Too close to your webcam there, buddy. Yeah. Back it up. <laughs> uh, listen to this podcast. And this guy was talking about um, you know, this great analogy is when we have these, these rules in place, but like America has a one big problem. The, the, the thing is our strength is also our weakness is that we have state and like, you know, every state can run anonymity, how they run, right? They can do what they want is a good thing in most cases but in this case it's like we're all one giant swimming pool and it's like designating one part of the pool to piss in and acting like it won't come everywhere else you know what i mean like that's why yeah. you know that's why like if you go to like germany and they're you know they're making sure that nobody from uh prague or you know czech republic comes through you know they can do that because the like one... that's their their border it's like their sovereign border but here it's like you know duval county like the analogy i put earlier like duval county really strict but if they come down to st john's county a 30 minute drive they can just do whatever the fuck they want so it's like yeah they're you know that's the like st john's county is basically the designated place to piss which is like really one weird that, you know the one that did it best was australia as mm. soon as this stuff started happening melbourne sydney and somewhere else i don't remember the name of it went on full lockdown for mm. 134 days they haven't had cases since then for three weeks. Bam. And they're out of lockdown now. And everyone's super like best behavior. Everything's open. There are bars and restaurants and all that stuff, but they're not getting cases because they're doing it the right way. Right. Right. That's the problem. I mean, obviously we took way too long to stop, you know, even 
forget out, you know, out of country coming in, just between states. Took way too long to do that. Took way too long to shut shit down. Took way too long to take just, you know, things like masks and proper sanitation. Took way too long to enforce that. I mean, I remember I was working at my old job, I think for like almost a month with no masks. All they said, they were like, you can wear gloves if you want. Yeah. They weren't enforcing it though. I mean, I remember a lot of my coworkers was like, I'm not going to wear fucking like, what's that doing? Right. Like I, it was just way too long. I could have gotten fucking sick. I mean, I wasn't wearing a mask. I, and I know the people who say, oh, well, the masks don't do anything. They do I more. They do. they do more than not wearing anything. Exactly. And I love people's, you know, I'm I'm big on TikTok. I love TikTok. Uh-huh. There's like, you know, videos of these anti-mask people who are wearing a mask, which they're wearing like the homemade ones, which are shit. Mm-hmm. Like if that's all you can get, then that's fine. But you really should be purchasing like either the surgical ones or just, you know, the ones that they sell that are meant to be like the mask. I don't have, right. I don't have any of mine on me. And when this all started, my grandma made me a homemade one, but I've, I wore it like once one day that I forgot my actual masks. Mm. They're shit. It's like the people who wear you know, the bandanas. I'm yeah. like, it's not, they're not meant as a mask. It's not going to do what you want it to do. So it's these videos of these people wearing the shitty masks and like blowing out a candle and they're like, oh, see, it doesn't work. Like, first of all, the mask you're wearing is already ineffective. Second of all, you have it right up against your fucking mouth. If you're following social distancing like you're supposed to do and you put it six feet away from you, you're not going to be able to blow out that candle. One, even if you're coughing and hacking. And yeah. The one that yeah. we've found that works best for us, at least being as active and as like high effort and we're, we're sweating, we're rocking and rolling, we're moving and shaking, the shit falls down off our face. It's uncomfortable. If it's, We don't like the ones with the straps that go up and over your ears. It's kind of whack. So almost all of the guys on our crew are wearing like neoprene neck gaiters, mm. which work yeah. really well and they don't chafe. They don't sweat that bad. And you just, you can wash them at the end of the day and they're fine. Yeah. That's why I yeah. use the Marine Corps. Like when it gets cold, you just put that, you pull it right up. It works really well. Yep. And you can like tuck it over your ears. A lot of the guys will put it up and then put their hard hat on top of it. So it doesn't fall. Yeah. And yeah. then you just, you just have it on. And if you need to get a swig of water, pull it, rip, done. Yeah. Yeah. But, the weird part too for me when it comes to COVID is like the goal is like people think that the virus is like just like an aerosol, you know, like these micro particles. But like even when you're yeah. coughing or you're breathing, you're not just breathing out like pure air or CO2. Like it's attached to like a water particle. That's the whole point right. of a mask is to like stop the, the spread of the water particles where what these viruses are hitching a ride on. You know what I mean? Like, right. So people are like, well, I could I could blow like you said, I could blow through this mask. It doesn't fucking work. It's like, well, it's stopping the water particles. You know, right. it can't transfer through your fucking mask. Right. Well, yeah. Same and- thing like with H like with uh, air, like air comes through as a particle, but CO2 leaves the body and i'm this is of course i'm not a medical expert so if you're listening do not fucking listen to me like go yeah. to an expert but this is what I've, thing, li- I've heard okay <laughs> this is my favorite thing, thing to do on a podcast our company mandatory we have to wear safety glasses or at least have it on our person and because of all this stuff we have to have the masks our safety guy legit straight up every safety meeting is like i know the masks suck if we could do it i would much rather have you guys just wear glasses all the time because the glasses are actually more effective than the masks are. Your eyes are more like able to ingest that shit than than mouth or nose for some reason. Like that doesn't sound. It's right. because it's the wet membranes of like your eyes can e- are easy like easily more susceptible than 
aerial intake. That does not sound right at all. Even if it is, I mean, the masks are... I mean, it's just funny how people will make, like, any excuse not to wear the mask. It's like you're spending more time worrying about why you think you shouldn't have to wear it instead of just wearing it for a 30-minute grocery trip. Right. I mean... It's literally the easiest thing to do. It's just a piece of cloth over your frickin' mouth and nose. That's it. I know. People, I mean, they're like, I can't breathe. I'm like, I mean, you said like that. Your wife's a fucking nurse. Her shifts are probably, what, 12, 10 hours long that she's working. And nurses, especially, they have to wear, like, the real, like, N95s. Like, I mean, I work at a hospital, but I'm interacting with animals where not everything is, like, zoonotic, which means, like, it can't transfer in between people and animals. Like, I, I mean, I just get mine from Target. They're like the fabric ones and you can, I wear like just one of the plain surgicals underneath. Yeah. Because some of, some of the ones that I have are like a little thin where I feel like, you know, if someone's talking to me without their mask, I don't really feel protected. Right. Um, like that. I mean, even it's, it's just funny that people, they're so, uh, I agree. That yeah. is a great All expression right, right there. <laughs> yeah. It is a perfect way of explaining it. And that that probably sums up it's what our viewers have been thinking for like the last 20 minutes on COVID. So to yeah. change gears, <laughs> um, you're Lady Brave on Instagram and Twitch, I believe. Peyton and, Moore uh, on yeah. Twitter. All right. Only t- yeah. And on- yeah, my Twitter is the only thing that's like my actual name, which right. I need to change because I don't gotcha. feel like that. Yeah. I'm a little I'm I'm on that same route I'm more private I keep all of my I have my Instagram which I don't really use I have I need to start using but I have Twitter and Twitch which are together and then I have um, Facebook I keep personal that's like oh I yeah little, I mean I don't even niche. use Facebook that much but I'm like I don't want people knowing like yeah. I mean it's got where I live my family like phone you know, number oh I don't yeah. know my phone number's on there but might be yeah mine is because i have to have it for like work related stuff Uh, um what i was going to start on was lady brave you got art you're very like artistically minded you do a lot of sketch drawings of shacks drifter your characters your ocs like i dude your drawings of your three characters back to back were just awesome i loved it (laughs) thanks man so i'm gonna link your instagram real quick by the way while you guys are talking I was going to pick your brain. What got you into drawing? Is it just like something you've been doing since a little kid? You get into it in like high school or something? Uh, yeah. I mean, I've always been a very, I feel like this is the very cliche story of an artist, but been drawing since I was little. I mean, I have like five sketchbooks in my room of just like very embarrassing, shitty drawings when I was a child. But yeah, I've been always, I mean, I, I would say everyone in my family was very artistic, different mediums. But I've always loved drawing and stuff like that. Never took any fancy art classes or anything. It was just like a side hobby. Um, so most, like mostly self-taught, learned how to do. Yeah. Do you yeah. do you use any programs or are you all hand sketch and then you just upload them? So I mean, some of the stuff I will hand sketch and then upload it um, if I'm like too lazy to get on my PC. But I do use the programs called Krita. Um, it's basically like a free Photoshop. I mean, that's what mm-hmm. I would most compare mm-hmm. it to. But, um, and I use a Huon. I have it right here. I can show you. It's a Huon tablet. Oh, so nice. This is, this is what you draw on. This is the pen 
Um, nice. So I would definitely say that getting used to this, this used to be my brother's and then he gave it to me. So that's how I got into drawing on the PC. It was literally just, I was like, you don't use that. Can I have it? Yeah. And I started using it. Um, drawing on, like drawing digitally was definitely a weird transition because, I mean, some people use like an iPad and they use Procreate. So you're drawing directly on the screen. It's basically just like a digital piece of paper. But with the Huon tablet, you're drawing, you're not looking at where your hand is, you're looking at your screen. Mm. So that was weird to get used to of just like not looking at what you're physically drawing. You have to look at the screen where it's appearing. That's weird. It's like um, a separation. Yeah, it's weird. Yeah, versus it's very you're doing weird. Hand. Yeah. Um, but I would say maybe in a month or two, I got used to drawing digitally. Um, and obviously, I mean, it's I'm still improving with things like shading and just like coloring. I mean, because when I drew, you know, traditionally, I wasn't, I didn't color anything. I didn't really shade anything. Everything was basically just sketches. Mm. Um, so that, I mean, like I said, I'm still getting better and still getting used to different brushes and different tools and stuff that you can use. Um, when Lev, when Lev said that we were going to have you on, it kind of got me interested because my <laughs> sister and my mom are both full-time artists. They're really my my mom does painting that. art, and uh, yeah, she does. My mom does paintings and jewelry, and she goes to like art shows around our local town and even mm -hmm. other towns all the time. She's had her art in a couple different commissions, and our Dang. local art center. She's actually the president of right now. Dang. Wow! She, oh damn! Brush your shoulders off, getting, Mama. Damn! Yeah, she's working on getting her art up in. Uh, it's the Springfield, or no, it's the Eugene Art Center. But um, my sister is like a. She does full time taxidermy because we're very outdoorsy. My mm -hmm. family's family of hunters. Mm -hmm. We've done that stuff since we were growing up. So she uses her taxidermy to do like skull art or bone art or like jewelry out of that kind of stuff. Cool. Um, and I actually have back in like high school days, I'm a big Pokemon guy in the background, but uh, she drew me, it was weird. High school was kind of an edgy phase. She drew me a demonic Pikachu. Oh, that's, cool. that's so cool. Yeah, it's really old. The paper's kind of beat up. Yeah. I used to have it put up somewhere. And I have actually found it the other day. And as soon as I heard we were getting you on, I was like, ooh, artist <laughs> time. Yeah. Find that. Dude, that's... yeah, it was. Oh, go ahead. The taxidermy thing is cool. Yeah. She... So never heard of that. if I go to her house, like I went and helped her mow her lawn the other day because her uh, lawnmower broke down. But uh, she's got like little barrels and buckets outside. That's just it's just some bones. bones. Yeah, it's bones <laughs> like it's cleaning them up and bleaching them and right. oh, yeah. different just buckets in different stages. It's cool. It's, it's an experience. That's a different kind of craft too. And you don't really think about it as an art, but it used how standard it's weird, how standard those things used to be in the world too. And then how the world has changed now. I mean, imagine growing up in like 1850, I bet there was taxidermy everywhere. You could probably throw oh, a yeah. rock she, in a town and there'd be a taxidermy. It's cool. She's done. Uh, she's actually been picking my brain about cameras and stuff. Mm -hmm. Cause I mean, I've my only experience with cameras is like my phone camera and then the webcam. But uh, I used to do a little bit of photography and, it, it it's all right it, i couldn't get into it because it was too expensive of a pastime but yeah. she had me set up uh on her art table she's got it set up so she can do like a time lapse of whenever she goes to work and she's just uh she cleaned off this uh goat skull like not too long ago and she prepped it had it ready to go and then she like painted it and had it uh 
set up and made like a, a header board and it's almost like a piece of taxidermy like my deer skull up there mm -hmm. and it, it's really cool it, it's awesome to see dude yeah that's that's it's very rare to find somebody still just taxidermy but it's such a lost art form and it is an art form on itself i would say because there's definitely some bad taxidermy out there so it's like a skill oh my you God, have I to love those. Those are, i love those i love the compilations <laughs> of like the shit taxidermy so i'm like get, how do you get fuck like, up that? <laughs> get like a cougar with like a disjointed arm or... the, the eyes like doing some weird the shit eyes, yeah, yeah. <laughs> one's like droopy it's not supposed oh to be oh, well, it's funny too because literally like right down I would say not even a minute walk. There's taxidermy at the end of my street. Nice. So I've grown up driving by, walking by that building that, I mean, of course, the front of the building is just all these like huge glass panel doors. Right. You can see right in. I mean, you can see all the stuff they've that's got their shop stuff that's done and then they've got their back shop where they go to work. Which, it's right. So <laughs> my behind my house is a car wash and then right next to it is the taxidermy so in the side lot of the like between the car wash and the taxidermy is where they have like their dumpsters and shit mm. and i just remember growing up walking by and seeing these wheelbarrows full of like corpses and fucking i mean shit Dang. that just like you could smell it you could smell the rotting and yeah yeah and, like so doesn't really bother me but like it's funny that you mentioned that because growing up across from this place where i just would walk out of my house and see truckfuls of just dead things yeah be like oh, just another day <laughs> awesome just a bunch of skulls all right you're going to school yeah. with a bunch of skulls right next to me yeah my bus stop was actually right in front of the taxidermy so <laughs> <laughs> that's even funnier all the kids are up there like yeah. Why oh, isn't the bus it here? Well, in the morning, sometimes, like, because yeah. they worked early. I mean, they would have, like, I don't know who delivered it. I mean, I know, you know, if you hit a deer, you can bring it to the taxidermist. Yeah. Right. Usually your uh, state sheriff or your, like, your fish and wildlife will take care of that. But yeah. Yeah. But like, just, I mean, I guess they had all their stuff at 7 a.m. because people <laughs> would drive up into that parking lot in yeah. their big old pickup trucks with, like, foxes and deer hanging out of the car people trying to get in before they go to work like is that something. bus yeah. coming anytime soon yeah where yeah <laughs> not where's around the, all these where's dead the things? bus at yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah so how are i so i'm just interested in like the pad too especially your transition from drawing because i used yeah. to draw a ton like i when i was a kid like when i was younger probably like 13 14 i was really into art i would draw a lot of stuff but i was more into drawing like um like human face like faces and stuff like that like i like i was really working on that and like drawing hands and like i loved it i don't know where i stopped doing it i don't know when but i, I feel like that skill like it's something you have to upkeep so you know what why did you choose destiny and like because if you go through your like i'm going through your instagram page right now it's all like awesome oh, destiny. destiny stuff <laughs> but yeah that's all so obviously you love destiny enough where you're drawing stuff for destiny and i love how you, you'll show kind of like there's a picture here where it's like the outline drawing itself and then when you've afterwards when you've colored it in and everything like that so how did you choose destiny what about and it's all characters why characters why not like uh, environments or or weapons like it's cool that you you've chosen like this very specific um uh aesthetic you know and you stayed characters another beast from characters though hmm? what's that landscape is a whole nother beast from characters though. yeah so right. With environmental stuff, like I said, I mean, my whole background with art has always been 
like just people and characters. Mm. Um, I'm not very good at like just scenery and like backgrounds and stuff. I mean, that's something I practice in my, like I don't post that ever, but I do practice like scenery and stuff like that. Um, With destiny just being obviously the one thing that I've chosen to kind of turn my path down. Um, I mean, obviously, you know that I've, I always streamed destiny. That was all I streamed. That's pretty much the only video game I play. Um, when I stopped streaming, um, I, and that's a whole other, I guess we can get into that later why I stopped streaming. But when I stopped, I realized that I just didn't want to post just like clips of gameplay, but I still wanted, I still wanted to use my Instagram. I mean, I'd grown quite a platform. Um, and I was like, well, now that I'm into drawing as a side thing, I was like, I guess I can just start posting my art. And I was like, if people will be interested in that. Yeah. Um, as far as why it's not like weapons and stuff like that, I mean, that's kind of a whole other thing too of just like coming up with um, like concept art, I guess it yeah. would be considered. Um, I'm not, I don't think I'm that creative enough to really sit down and be like, come up with a design oh, at least dude. a visual at least a visual design i think i could come up with something on paper but i don't know if i would really be right. able to i mean sit you down at and, your, but your art there's no way you can say you're not creative because this, this stuff is creative. awesome it's dude like yeah there's no way you better give I yourself mean, a I pat follow. on the back brother there's no way you can say ah, i'm not creative enough like look at this if you look at this art like you have one here i think this is posted oh, this is one of my favorite ones i'm gonna see if i can link it real quick when i was first dude i'm like, just saying this one uh, links in chat this one's awesome you have like this this dark and this light and it's like faded differently it's like which dude, one is it this one um i linked it in chat but it's uh nothing kills a guardian faster than another guardian uh dude it's like the darker malfeasance infected i was Contrast. like dude, that's so cool man that's like but come oh, up with that wait, that's actually one of my favorites that that's really like, nice that you said that, that i love awesome, that man one. i love that like that kind of that thing is sweet man so like you know and i can i get the fact like i um i i've tried drawing environments in the past and my problem is always at the perspective you know if you don't you know like you have to draw the perspective it's hard line. like yeah. you really have to sit there i mean I follow a lot. I mean, I think I would say 90% of the people I follow on Instagram are just other destiny artists. And it's like the shit that people come up with. I follow this one. I forget his username. Um, But he does a lot of like weapon concept art Mm. and like armor concept art. I think one of the ones I think that he's most like well known for or that people just see, they don't know it's his he did um like fallen cabal mm. and vex concept armor art and like I, it's just so cool to me like that people can sit down and like come up with shit like that i'm yeah. like that needs to be put in the fucking game it's i was cool. i wish they would first, do stuff like that that'd be so cool man when i was yeah. first uh getting like my ideas together to stream I actually commissioned a guy because I was still super into Destiny. It was right before I flipped and started doing Apex more so. Mm-hmm. Um, probably because I stopped. I grinded Shadow Keep. I grinded my butt off. And then Corridors of Time was when I stopped because I just couldn't keep up on the time sync anymore. Right. And uh, I made like my stream idea was going to be my icon was going to be this ghost. And it was actually the Kit Bash ghost, the one that was like all the parts and pieces. Yeah. yeah. I was going to make that be like my stream logo, but I had a guy design it and had it be like 
the certain colors that I wanted. So it wasn't like mm. copyright dead on. It was, it was a cool, a cool deal. Yeah, man. It's a whole, it's so cool how you can take something that you love. I think destiny and I, Zion and I were talking about this before the, before the podcast. We always talk about destiny a lot because he has a ton of hours in destiny. Most of the people we know, Play it's Destiny. Where just, a lot of our connections started. A lot right. of our networking started on that game. Right. So, but that on top of that too, there the Destiny Destiny itself and this is a game since Destiny One has always had this diehard fan base. And it's just like people like you said, you're making art for people are making concept art on the side. They're running websites that are linked to Destiny. Like there's just this huge community for it where it's it's not really standard in a lot of games. It's not really other than no. outside of a lot of like MMOs. I think the World of Warcraft community has got the same thing because they make there's a whole add-on community and there's a gold making community. Like they've made these little micro communities within the game because it's an MMO. Um, but Destiny is very similar, man. You have PvP clans. You've got, you know, Destiny artists like yourself. You've got people who just make a you use the API data and and you make trackers and stuff like that. You know, people have kind yeah. of taken the concept of Destiny and made it their own. Um, oh, right. by and the that's way, that's what I love about it too. Yeah, and oh, the, I just want to point out the guy's name is the guy's name is Plain Ben. Is that the guy? Yes. Got yeah. Him. Yeah. Yeah. Plain Ben. Uh, I think he follows me too. I have a few which like, not to pat my own back, but like, there's a few like large Destiny artists who have followed me, and I'm just yeah. like, what the fuck? Like, yeah. That was, that was a very it, Plain Ben. Um, there's another one, Gamma Trap, who both have followed me. Shout out to Gamma and Trap. That was like, oh, they're both so talented, and that's where I was like, not like, oh, I made it, but like. I think that was really what. Go on with your bad self, man. You made it. That's yeah, because like, I don't like to say that because that's not. I don't think a goal for me has ever yeah. to be like to make it as like a destiny artist to be like recognized as a destiny artist. Um, it's always even with the streaming and the gameplay. It's always just been like just posting content. If people enjoy it, like cool. If no one sees it, cool. Like I mean, like I said, I have a lot of stuff that I don't post that I draw and I just draw to draw um because it's just a hobby um but I'm like well if I'm gonna spend eight hours a day at night doing it then I might as well post it like yeah it feels a little bit more um better worth my time if I'm doing something more with it yeah but that was really cool when they both followed me. I was like, oh, man, maybe man. I am doing something. I mean, great. you're doing something. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, I don't spend eight hours drawing a damn thing. So just taking, I mean, anything, <laughs> and especially because you're drawing these unique characters and you're drawing. I love your character interactions. Like you had this whole string of stuff that you were doing when you were drawing the drifter in these different ways. I was like, that's so cool, man. Like, that is yeah. my fave. Yeah, is that your bae? That's your boy? Oh, yeah. yeah. That's, I, always, I always make fun of Luke because I'm like, you kind of look like him. I was hey, like, yeah. a little dirty and like took off your glasses. It's like, I'm kind of engaged to drifter and i was like that's fucking bad right well this is one uh that's where i draw this in your style and you drew one where it's you the drifter like eating like soup or something i don't know what it was meant to be ramen Ramen. it's funny when i you know i'll post stuff on my stories of like oh like what's your favorite what's something you would want me to redraw and like all the ones that are people's favorites is shit that like i look at that now and i'm like like that's fucking like i look back at my old stuff and i like want to delete it because it's just not 
like I don't look at that and I'm not like proud of it anymore right. but at the same time like it's cool to have it up there to notice how much I've improved right. or just for people coming to my page and being like wow like she's gotten you know she's improved right we were I talking mean, about that before the podcast too and this is a good, good segue into the streaming career but one thing yeah. I really regret doing is you know with the DMCA orders I had to delete a whole bunch of my old videos and it's kind of it's good because it's I'm not gonna get hit with DMCA, so yay, I can keep my channel, but it feels like bittersweet because I can't, I've been streaming for two years now and I can't look back at my two years ago, like where I started to where I am now. Like I, yeah. it's not there we anymore. We were talking about it while you were setting stuff up in the pre-podcast and yeah. I was saying pretty much the whole first month other than that 180 Kraber clip I hit, my whole first month of streams is gone. Yeah. Like it's just cause I was listening to whatever I wanted rather than non-copyright yep yeah and even me when i first started streaming on twitch i didn't even realize that there was something like that you could save past broadcasts i mean they're they don't stay forever but i think it's a couple months that they stay on your page mm -hmm. i didn't realize that was a thing so like my first couple of months like i didn't get a look back that as soon as the stream ended it was gone yeah and i was like that sucked <laughs> like yeah and now people but, aren't even saving their videos or clips or anything because they don't want to get hit with DMCA. You know, they just straight up are just not doing it. And so that's you why know. I feel like you just don't play music. I mean, like yeah. uh, we were talking about, you know, if you want to listen to music, I mean, any streaming, um, like stuff like OBS or Streamlabs, like you don't, you can mute it. You can listen to it and your stream won't hear it. Like, yeah. I get that people want to have music, but. As someone who has watched and streamed, I never really liked when people had music on. I would like between the gameplay, them talking, and their music, it was like too much noise. Yeah. Like I'd rather just hear you in the gameplay. It's gotta but, be, I find it's gotta be like a small, small, you don't want to overpower. You know what I mean? Right. Like you definitely don't want to overpower. You should, and it should also add to the content, like the whole content. Your voice, I always think webcam and voice should always be first like those should be like the top like those are always the number one thing that you got to focus on because that's what they're there for i mean they can if you put if you let's say watch world of warcraft there's fifteen thousand streamers on world of warcraft so you better be yeah, there's fifteen thousand things on your stream in world of warcraft that's like on your true. screen oh my there's God. so much going on on screen all at once yep. if you have your little window of a webcam breaking it up it's going to help you that much more. Yeah, exactly. Because especially if you're having some things that are to say that my I shout out to Asmongold. Hey, please come on the podcast, Asmongold. If you're listening right now, motherfucker, come on, brother. Uh, but this dude um, is he is not it's not like his gameplay is. Uh, I'm sorry, Asmongold. I'm going to hate on you for a second. Uh, <laughs> If you're listening, don't clip this. I'm on the podcast, but I'm going to shit on you. Yeah, I'm sorry, brother. I love you, but uh, come on, man. But if you look at his stream, it's like, um, it's nothing that's fancy. He has the good things. He's very, um, I would say, like, if you go to his channel, um, you go to his about page, he has the same graphics he had from when he started. He doesn't do, like, the sponsored shit. It just looks like he's, like, very generic, right? Same thing with his stream. He's kept it the same. All he's done is upgraded his PC and his camera, but... It looks the exact same as when he started. So that you know, authenticity is fun. Plus, he's just a good commentator. So people are there for his video and his commentary and because he does wacky shit. And like, that's what sets streamers apart is not the fact that you're, like we were talking about, you have to either be a PVP guy, God, or you have to be like, like a shroud level, or you have to have good commentary or some kind of, some kind of- I think even fun. a mix of both. I mean, I've watched streamers who are 
just so fucking crazy. And I'm like, at the end of the day, even if you're, and this is what we were talking about earlier with like, just what the platforms I think are meant for. Like, even if you're at that shroud level of, you know, just being that fucking good, like I wouldn't necessarily say that's something I would go to Twitch for. I think if I'm watching just great gameplay, I'll probably go to YouTube or maybe yeah. even Instagram to just see clips of it. But like, I think even if you're that good, you still have to have a good personality or at least just have some even sort of commentary. Some interaction. Yeah. Right. I mean, I don't just want to sit there and watch someone live for more than maybe 10 minutes. Like, I'll sit and watch for a match, but that's not going to get someone to stay. And I think finding that balance of, like, good gameplay. I mean, when I first started streaming, I was doing PvE and raids. Yeah. I mean, and like, again, I'm not horrible at raids. I'm pretty good at raids but like no yeah problem. no problem but um even if i sucked at raids and even if we wiped a million times which happens you know at the end of the day you make light of it and you have fun and that's why i loved raids too i mean i i think if i were ever to go back to streaming i would just do fucking raids yeah because from what i'm you seeing have six of your good friends and you're just fucking having a hysterical time the yeah. whole time like that's what's it's fun i i love watching people raid and have a good fucking time even if they don't even finish the raid even if they suck like you know i feel like Be personality it. is i would say 70 percent, and like easily. what you're actually doing is like 30 percent. yeah easily 100%. one of the one of the things i loved about destiny the most is yeah i was a pvp guy but at the same time i was also a raid guy yeah. But I didn't like the fact that you couldn't farm the raids. You had one a week, and now you were out of it. You can, Same you, you can farm them now, though. Yep, they changed it. So Did you they? Can farm. Yeah, yeah you, you, can, that, uh, you can farm for rewards. It's not as heavy powerfuls, but you can definitely farm for rewards now. Still, even out of the dungeons, too, you can do them more than more yep. than once. Okay. It's interesting. So, yeah. yeah, so that means farming Last Wish, trying to get all your 1k keys versus... Like trying to get um, all of like Scourge and that whole mess when it first came out. Everybody trying to scramble to find out how to. Even now, people still struggle with that final boss phase because he can just go immune the instant you're trying to do DPS on CAP. Yeah. Like, yeah. Shadow Keep was fun. It was, uh, I can't remember if it's Crown or Garden, but that raid is the most fun I've had since Last Wish first came out in Forsaken. Hmm. What do you think uh, is your sorry. favorite? So you're saying that you're still playing this. I don't want to. I want to come back to. This is we are we're already talking about streaming. Let's go over the fact like when you stopped streaming and what some of the motivations were for that. And I know I just I just said that. So I want you two to talk amongst each other because I gotta use the bathroom, bro. I just drank three of these in a row. I just went on a <laughs> oh, run God. before. So oh, dude. I was going for a I run. I did a nine-hour so. stream the other day, and I drank three quarters of this beast, and it sucked. I was going like every twenty minutes. Yeah, man. Well, I um, I did the worst thing you could possibly do is I drank coffee, so I'd be awake for the podcast and like up and I got my one cup of coffee a day. So I got my coffee. I did a, I did a thirty-minute run with my dog, and then I drank like two of those waters. So I'm just like, gotta it's go. Here. Yeah, it's here. So all right, you guys talk, go over everything. I'll be back. All right. Bye, bro. <laughs> there he goes yep Peace. um so i guess with why i stopped streaming was i started picking up some more hours at my job um and it just kind of turned into like it got put on the back burner it felt, it felt like that and it kind of just became something where i was like i wasn't excited 
I was like, I gotta set up stream. Like I gotta. Did it know, more so feel like a shit? Did it more so? Yeah, it felt like a chore. Yeah. Like where I used to be so excited. Like you know, I looked forward to it. Like I couldn't wait to stream. Um, and then it became something where it was like, I just wanted to play video games. Like when you're streaming, especially as my channel started to grow, like you know, you have more people. You have, you know, I don't want to say halved. Yeah. But you have to interact with. Um, because that's something that I think grew my channel was just the interactions that I was having on stream. Yeah. Um, so when it turned into something where I visibly was noticing that like, I just wanted to play video games and I didn't want to have to worry about talking to chat or just making sure that it was entertaining enough. And I just wanted to sit there in silence and like play by myself. Yeah. Um, at that or, point you're like, what am I doing? Right. Or even where I was playing different things in destiny like you know i would be playing pvp a lot more because that's what people like to watch but when i was playing if, pvp it just would irritate me and i'd be like yeah, I'm you'd get, i'm you'd just get, raging and you I don't start like getting that. toxic and you're just like what am i doing yeah, i, like, I don't want to i didn't want to do that so it was a slow where i was like if i would stream every day i was streaming for like maybe an hour and then it turned into I was only streaming a couple days a week for like an hour. And then I just stopped. Mm. Um, and I think even for a while, like I have to quick look at my Instagram to get the correct timeline. But I think even for a while, I, I wasn't even posting on Instagram. My last like my last actual video of gameplay was on December 3rd of 2019. And then for the next like two weeks. It was just like a screenshot of the Dreaming City, a screenshot of like all the bounties I've saved up, and then more screenshots of weapons that I got. And the last one was on January 12th. And then my first um, piece of artwork was January 28th. Mm. So there was a, a little bit of a break in there where I wasn't even posting anything on Instagram. And that was right. the other thing that kind of became a chore was like, at the end of the night of streaming, then I had to go Socials. back and clip stuff. Yes. Upload that, you know, I had to trim it down. I had to edit the videos. I had to upload them on Instagram because Instagram was the huge, you know, that's what really grew my Twitch, if anything, was the fact that I had an Instagram and I had a better following on there that then, you know, I'd post on my story every night. Hey, I'm streaming in 30 minutes. Um, people would join, you know, they filter in and out, but then even that became a chore of like I didn't want to have to go through thirty fucking clips, and you know you have viewer you have viewers who clip absolute nonsense where I'm like I don't even know what this is, yep. and now I have to go through everything. So like everything just kind of became a chore. Um, streaming itself just did become fun. Um, I think the main thing, like I said, was just I just wanted to play. I didn't mm. want to have to worry about you know this added on top, which you know. When you're streaming, and I think either of you can contest to this, is like when you're streaming, you're primarily streaming. You're not gaming. Like, yeah. No, I agree. I think I agree oh. and I disagree a little bit. And I've got the seniority here when it comes to the streaming um, yeah. through trials and tribulations, man. And I still find that there's there's good sides and bad sides. I think when I'm streaming, 
there is definitely a mood you have to be into. Like I've I've canceled streams because of this this feeling of like oh, I just I'm tired. What the or fuck I, am I doing? I don't want to be yeah. entertaining. I just want like you said. I just want a game. I don't want to be entertaining. I don't want to talk to people. I just want to do my dailies and get the fuck off. And that's all I wanted to do, right? And um, but there's also this thing of like I've kind of switched my mindset in streaming a bit, where it's my it's my outlet. Like with you, it seems like you have like your art. That seems to be like your outlet. Um, gaming has always been in my life and it's always been my outlet, but one thing I've, I've missed, especially with newer games and just the gaming atmosphere now is being social. Um, so streaming for me is a way for me to be social with people on top of, on top of gaming. It was like, it's like this added bonus almost. You know what I mean? Where, so yeah. I had to like change my mindset where in the beginning, I think everybody streams cause they're like, all right, I'm going to pay the bills with this motherfucker one day. It's going to be great. I'm, you know, I'm going to be the next shroud. We're going to get well, money yeah. everywhere. Right. But, um, obviously we've talked, that's not realistic. And so you have to find what works for you when it comes to streaming. So I think it's a little bit of a, it's a little bit of B it's like some days it's not good to stream, but. I think if you have the mindset going in that's like your way of being social, then it just comes natural. I think it, it takes time to build that natural feeling, though, just like podcasting. Like we're on episode 12 right now. Episode one, we're kind of like, what the fuck are we doing? But now we're at episode 12. It feels like we just turned the I camera on struggling to figure out what the hell to talk about about yeah. me and trying to get my origins on stuff. Yeah. We've gone from that to this episode we picked each other's brains before the podcast and we're trying to interrupt each other less that's what our thing we're trying to do less because last few episodes we've been doing it pretty bad yeah but so it's just this little micro advances little by little getting a little bit better at it so the same thing with streaming it's like you've seen my stream you remember what it used to look like and what it is now like it's completely different the the, the i have the same computer the same monitor same keyboard and mouse the only thing that's changed is like my uh my want to get a little tiny bit better every single time but i 100 agree with you like there's always something to work on with streaming and sometimes it's a big fucking chore like just going over the clips like you said so yeah. i haven't posted a clip in forever because a i'm not capturing the clips and i'm not going to go back and rewatch my entire stream that's two and a half hours long to try and find something that might be interesting you know so that's a whole another side of things it's like there's never easy way for that is you can make a timestamp. Yeah, that's true. So there's, you know, there's always these things you can kind of do workarounds, but at the end of the day, it's like, you're going to, you're going to get what you put into streaming. And sometimes it's best just to kind of find your niche. And if you don't have the niche, it's okay to not do it either. You know what I mean? Like there's, you know, there's, there's no rules, man. It's the fucking wild west. So you just got to make it what you want. I think a lot of new streamers, I think a lot of new streamers, especially now, because there's more new streamers than ever before because of COVID, they're having problems with that. They're trying to, you know. There's a million things you should do with your streaming, but you have to figure out what works for you. And that's the hard right. part. And it just takes just time. It's error and time. There's no other way around it. Right. Zion, how do you feel about it? Because Zion, Zion's a newer streamer. He's how having, yeah. I've only been streaming since end of August. Yeah. And, um, oh. yeah. Um, and it's, I spent like maybe six months to a year picking the brains on other people. Cause I knew I wanted to do it eventually. So I made friends with Lev and I made friends with uh, Clutch and a couple other people and I kind of picked their brains every once in a while of like, hey, how do you do your overlays? How do you do your webcam? How do you do your mic audio? How do you do, like, do you prefer a headset? Do you prefer earbuds? Like Lev wears earbuds and uses his fancy mic. 
I use a headset because I like to sound whore in games because I'm sweaty like that still. I'm still competitive, or at least I want to be competitive. Lord. Yeah, but I to me, ear earbuds don't give me enough audio cues. It just I don't get enough if I'm playing like Call of Duty or if I'm playing Siege or if I'm playing Rogue Company. I have to hear footsteps or shots or no oh, yeah. audio cues. So to me, for now, the headset's better. Do I like having the hair hole? No, I don't. Wait till your hair, your, your skull's gonna get that little divot thing going on. Yeah, bro. well, my hair is because my hair's so <laughs> thick right now. I haven't shaved it since June, but um, no, I. it's interesting trying to learn all these different things and trying to figure it out. But at the same time, I'm working a full-time job, so I can't commit that much to it unless I want to say, okay, I need to lighten my load at work a little bit, and I can't do that because I'm trying to get my own place. So I'm doing what I can when I can, and working on stuff like right now i've been trying to talk to lev about he just recently did a switch to where we were kind of gaming nomads for a while but he and him were jumping game to game to game to so game to game games. and we were trying a lot of battle royales we were playing a lot of shooters we were playing a lot of just niche games and now he's locked himself into halo and world of warcraft yep. And then if we want to try anything new, he can dabble in it, but he's not going to full send on it unless mm -hmm. it's something he immediately off the bat loves, which that's fine. That's his thing. He wants to grow his community on Halo and WoW. I respect him for that. Me, being a new streamer, I don't know what the hell I want to do yet. I still vibe out like I did a eight hour and 40 minute stream on a 12 hour attempt the other day. And I played Cold War, Apex, and Rogue Company in that stream because... I played Apex with my friend Doc Immunity, who's another small streamer. He just recently hit affiliate, and he's growing like a madman right now. Hey, shout, uh, to, shout Doc. Out to Doc. Yeah, yeah. shout out to Doc. And uh, he streams squadrons, and he's actually dabbling in Apex and trying to learn that. So I was helping him try to learn shot placement, game awareness, because I'm, I used to play ranked a lot in Apex, and he got off because he wanted to go stream squadrons. I switched to Cold War with another friend of ours, K-State, played for like four hours, and then... I uh, switched to Rogue Company with Dank DeVito, who just also got affiliate. Like, I have all hey, these... Hey, Dank! Been, I've been networking and helping all these other people grow and helping just everybody on the come up. And it's fun to see. And uh, ArcFlow actually finally streamed for the first time in, God, two months since he started college. He did a Sea of Thieves stream last night, and that was a blast. Yep. <laughs> sea of Thieves. Oh, but it's it's... It's an interesting thing to dive into and you have to learn so much, but I'm not in a rush to learn all of that stuff myself. Right. I, like you guys are talking about posting clips on Instagram. I haven't posted a clip on anything other than Discord. That's a whole like I have a piece, highlights dude. channel and that's it. And I'm not, I don't have the internet to be able to go through and do all these clips and stuff. It would take me a night to just download like, or upload like three clips. True. But I don't really use my Instagram for that. Instagram prior to now has been more so I used to do uh, Photoshop art and that was what my Instagram was before was I would do um, like wallpapers images like I did a, a link all the different versions of link from Zelda for a friend of mine's wallpaper I did uh, a Dodge Charger I did Yoda and the forest at Dagobah I did a couple of little small things but why don't you make that your Instagram and that's the way you grow 
because I just haven't been doing any of that photo stuff since so once I started doing construction full time, I fell off that train and I just haven't kept it up. That's the hardest part, man. Is like, I think that's the hard part with streaming. I found like a good groove. Like I take off Wednesdays and Thursdays right now. Um, and I figured that just works best for me. And I, I think uh, after we talked to Dr. Knight too, he kind of helped me a little bit with that. You don't want to stream every day because then it's like, oh, I'm not going to see a stream because he's not going to be there. You know, that's why my stream schedule is only Friday and Saturday. Right. That's good. And every any other day is just a bonus if i get home from work exactly. early enough and i'm feeling the vibe hey why not yeah so going back to now you so you, you stopped streaming became this chore um do you feel like you'd ever come back again maybe i mean ever i mean especially now like i mean where i work now is like my first ever like career job mm -hmm. like is what i went to college for like this is what i want to do with my life um for me streaming was always kind of just like uh i mean even like how i said with art like streaming was just kind of a like i'm gaming all the time i might as well feel a little bit more productive and streaming made mm. it feel productive i mean especially because gaming has that energy where it's like you know you could go out and spend 10 hours doing any other thing and people are like oh good for you you're, you're being social but if you're spending 10 hours doing gaming now all of a sudden you're lazy and you need to go do something yeah. with your why life. would you spend 10 hours gaming when you could be ten, spending 10 hours with bar what are you doing yeah. Yeah. Like, right so it's it's funny how it kind of has that uh i don't know effect that word is. Yeah. yeah like has that stigma i guess yeah. is the word i'm looking for but so that is like I don't know. I think because it it started off as a I might as well just do it to feel more productive. Um, like I loved it. I'm very thankful. I met a lot of new friends who I'm still friends with to this day because of it. Um, but I definitely know that go like if I stream today, I would have I would have no viewers. Like it would be dead, and that's definitely not. I, I doubt that highly, yeah. dude. You've been building up quite a bit of a following just from your. But art not on alone. Twitch, and that's the thing. Like, I mean, I have like you know eight hundred some followers on Instagram. You can have as many followers on one platform, and you can go to another, and you might not. The have transfer is kind of yeah. right, and it, I mean because the thing is too, um, even if I I would say this. If I started streaming again, I would stream art. I would not stream gameplay for yeah. Destiny um, because I think Destiny has become, you know, I, I just want a game. And I think I've, you know, I think that's where I'm at with that. So I think if I were to stream, I would stream my art and me drawing live because I know there is kind of a big um, audience for that. But mm -hmm. like you were saying with the transfer just between platforms like the thing with instagram is people who follow me on instagram are following for just the art they're right. following for the finished product for the finished picture um so i think it's also just a difference in content mm, um true. i mean i think people who build up their platforms who are you know who are big on everything they're big on twitch and instagram and twitter and youtube um it's because their content is equal on all platforms. Whereas with me and like my niche is it's, it's going to be different on Instagram versus what it's going to be on Twitch. That's true. Um, so I think when I was gaming, 
um, my Twitch was bigger than my Instagram because I wasn't that good with keeping up and posting clips. And if I posted clips, they were what, 30 seconds versus, you know, a three, four, five hour stream. Um, so I think, you know, if I, if I did start streaming again, it would be art, but I just don't think, I mean, I hate to be, you know, the person that says, you know, I don't want to stream to nobody, but I don't, I think I, I had my time of being a small streamer and I really enjoyed it, but you know, to get back into it would take that much more effort where. You know, I do work like 40, 45 hours a week now and I go to bed at fucking 7.30. Like, yeah. <laughs> you know, I, like I get up at six o'clock and like I, I'm i an adult. Yeah, I'm dude, welcome. Nine to five welcome. fucking adult now. Yeah. And I think when I was, you know, still in high school and 18 and working part time, it was very easy for me to stay up till four fucking a.m. playing video games and streaming. Um and being consistent with that but a my streams would just be so inconsistent um and i think even to the viewers that's not fair to just kind of be like i'm back for maybe a day a week maybe like i think i'm more able to get out content that i'm proud of and happy with and can be consistent with on instagram where i just don't think streaming is really um something that i need to do to get content out absolutely because at the end of the day like that i mean the art is just you know i do it and i might as well share it with other people because especially destiny art like there is a surprisingly huge community for just destiny fucking art like especially i mean even if we want to go more specifically into like you know how you guys are saying i do like my own characters and stuff like even specifically just like character art for destiny there's still a huge fucking community yeah of people you know it's it's crazy that i mean even how we were talking earlier with like just how there's really no other game or community like this i mean i would say maybe a couple other mmos and rpgs that people say do their own character art and stuff for it but it's like it's very odd that destiny really is this very specific game that has a very odd community where you have these you know pvp sweat lords who are like on twitter every fucking day like this needs to get nerfed and then you have <laughs> yes. like side that i'm majorly on where it's just like the people who like here's my new like character like look at her isn't she so cute? like it's very funny that yeah. there's such a huge disconnect between you know two portions of one community which it's even weirder for me i would say because i'm on both yeah. where i'm like here's my character and then i'm the same person on twitter being like why hasn't this gotten fucking yeah, nerfed dude. Yet? Like, <laughs> so it's funny that, duality you know, right there yeah and i think too like i know you know lev that like i'm very into the lore and like i don't think there's a lot of games like that where they really are heavily based on this is a whole other argument, but like people who argue that it's mainly a PvP game, it's it's a PvP oh, game. Okay. It's I I would argue strongly that Destiny is a campaign PvE based game that has PvP. Right. I mean, it's I can not agree with that. CSGO. After they got rid of um, the, they did away like the pinnacles. Since they moved away from yeah. Mountaintop, I Recluse, think, Revoker, and all them now. I think the pinnacles were just added so people in PvP would have something to work towards, honestly. 
Um, and then they got rid of them because they realized that uh, the people who couldn't put more time into the game were complaining that they were too OP. Right. Um, and the initial mountaintop grind was AIDS. I remember but, doing recast. I, mean, I will argue that like things like Redrix and Mountaintop, like they were hard to get for a reason. And I think ugh, the PvP community just like frustrates me because they, in a general sense, are always complaining that nothing is hard enough, and then Bungie makes it hard, and then they're like, "I just why'd you do that?" Yeah. They're like, yeah, it's too hard. And I'm yeah. like, well, which fucking is it? Like, do you want to grind for pinnacle weapons that are good? Like, I think OP gets thrown around way too much, too. Because there are some weapons like Redrix and like Mountaintop that, yeah, they're fucking easy to use, but they're hard as fuck to get. Right, exactly. And I, the argument is, well, they're easy to use. Yeah, I mean, now that they've just reintroduced where you can get, like, legacy pinnacles for, like, you can just buy them. Like, I didn't earn Mountaintop, but I have it now. Right. Yeah, it's fucking easy as shit to use. But when people first got it... It's easy to use, but it's hard to get. So yeah. you have to be a good player to get it. And then you're rewarded with a, a weapon that, yeah, it, it's a good weapon. That's a great system too. To for, you know, that's an amazing system to have in a game. And I feel like, I feel like, especially somebody who played mostly PVP in Destiny 2, I, it's, it's one of the very few games where you have to play PVE content to sometimes get the best PVP weapons. So you had to do both. So it, I agree with you. It's a hundred percent a PVE game that included PVP. And I think the, a lot of the frustrations of the PVP community is the fact that there's never any fucking updates ever. It took, Oh, I agree. Oh my God. It took three years for them to come bring back trials. Like, hello. And then they put it back. And it was, <laughs> but it's hacker's right. nest now oh but you know i think you know they have um it's a pve based game so pve pvp content drip was like non-existent you know yeah. for a long well, time if you, look at it, if you look at it in the way of if they took out pve how much is left of the game virtually yeah. nothing That's if they took out pvp how much is left virtually everything like I, even if you look at games like i mean i remember one of the first games i ever played was halo reach halo reach was campaign based yeah. it has a campaign it's a pve game like sort with of PvP, halo is much different yeah. but i think in a general sense destiny like i said if you took out everything that's pve what are you left with yeah agreed. if they made a destiny okay. pvp game with just raw static roles i think it would be a lot better off bro if they did that if i they... fucking quit every other game immediately and go play that only <laughs> like <laughs> It's but, because of the so many different variants and so much percentage roles that they've got that it's so expansive and then a lot of yeah. people are drawn into it. At the same time, you've got the flip coin though that people don't have the 0.34% chance God rolled spare or God rolled kindled or whatever. Yeah. It just sucks. The PvP community especially like I do agree that things need to be even now in Beyond Light, updated, reworked. Um, I just think basic rewards like armor and weapons need to be, you know, every season they need to have something uh, refreshed because it's just, you know, you're not playing for no rewards at the end of the day. Like, you want cool gear and you want cool weapons. Yeah. Um, but I think they want the game to be catered toward them 
much more and it's like when you're paying $60 for an expansion you're paying for the campaign you're not paying for quick play and control and stuff so I agree that if they took out PvP it would still have something missing but I think at the end of the day like you know a lot of their work does go into the PvP for a reason because that's the bulk of the game and I think if you want to go play I mean People complain like they're complaining about CSGO, which is a, you know, CSGO or COD or any of that stuff is PvP. They're complaining about it like it's only a PvP game. And I'm like, if that's what you're going to go play, you know, go play Apex, go play CSGO where you're just loading in with random people and all you're doing is playing against other people, you know, like. Yeah, 100%. I mean, the argument, and this has been a time honored argument, is that PvP is there for longevity of a game that's what right. keeps the dull the downtimes. that's when people play pvp the most is when there's no content there's drip no coming content. out but that's right. not to say that like destiny doesn't have a ton of content i mean i think in the beginning pvp was more important because it had such little pve content especially when destiny 2 came out it was like non-existent so pvp was like the best thing to do because the raids are kind of like you know the rewards are poop and there's wasn't and a lot to do replay the raids for rewards then it was really like i mean i know for a while I, all i did was raids because i was like i'm just gonna get 100 fucking clears in last wish in a yeah. week like i was like whatever um but not everyone's like that not no. everyone is into doing stuff like that for me raids were my pvp you know right. instead of going in and playing quick play for three hours i just play like two raids yeah. And then I would get off and I was like, well, that was fun. Yeah. And that's, it's cool to see, like, I'm always interested in people who are still playing like a single game because I'm not like that. So it's always like, you've been playing Destiny since it came out and you've based, do you have any other games you're really looking forward to or is this like the game that you want to stay with? I mean, like Among Us is fun, but that's not really like a, that's just like a, no one else is on Destiny. I'll just hop in a couple matches of this. Right. But, Destiny's the main. I mean, I played CSGO with my fiance for a while, but he hasn't really played anymore. Um, I did play Apex for a while, but then, like, it, Apex was one of those games where I downloaded it to, like, play, a friend was like, download this game, we can play it together, and then we never fucking played it together. And I was like, oh, I'm, I'm like, this huge-ass game onto my PC, and, like, now we never play. So, like, I have it. I don't really play it. Right. Um, I honestly do want to get Halo Reach for the PC, like, because I know that's a thing now. Like, I want to get. Come on over, come on over. I love Halo Reach. Nope. Um, and I played that shit when I was like, um, probably like twelve or some shit. I mean, I I've been playing Destiny since Destiny One. I played it when I was like thirteen on Xbox. So I've been part of Destiny for like a majority of my life at this point. Um, so that's why I'm such a I always come back, especially too for the lore where I'm like, I've been playing this shit for so long. I just want to see how this shit turns out. Like, yeah. I'm not giving up now at this point. I've been playing yeah. it for almost 10 years. I'm like, that's I how I feel it. about uh, World of Warcraft. The same thing. Like, I'm, oh, dude, I'm 31 years old, brother. So I've been playing Des- Like, I've been playing that game for almost half my life. That's yeah. a long time to play a video game. Oh, like, yeah. not all the way through, like forever, you know, but you know, off and on, I've, that game's been in my life for a long right. time. So I feel like I'll keep playing it. There's a new expansion that's came out. So I'm just, I'm eating that thing up. Eventually I know that'll get boring and I'll go to something else. You know, yeah. what, Destiny 2 is like this unique feeling. Like if you, 
It's like I don't know, man. It's I've been Probably playing the FOMO it. Of just <laughs> people don't want to. I mean, that's a lot of it is where they're like, I hate this fucking game, but I'm still gonna pay seventy five dollars for the expansion <laughs> because I don't want it. Like, you know what I mean? I'm like, I do, I do get irritated with uh, Bungie for that a lot because it it really is the constant. Well, they might do better this season. They might do better this season, and I don't want to not get it because what if they do better this season? And I think you know what I mean. And now like, you're behind, and you know I you're missing the initial push. I missed out on the you know they're like oh finally good fucking season, and of course it's the one season I didn't buy. So from um, Black Armory until Shadowkeep was pretty much that same vibe of just I hope it's better next season. I hope it's better next season. I hope it's better next season. Yeah, there's only so I think me and Zion we're both don't play anymore because we 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 got on that rat that that hamster wheel for a while, and then it's just we're like, all right, here comes the next season. Hopefully it's better. It's like, oh cool, two new things and just you know two dungeons. Yeah, Sweet. I think Beyond Light has, I mean, I would say for the last three expansions, um, it's been that vibe of like this might be the one. Yeah. And they never were. I think Beyond Light has definitely hit the mark um, in a lot of areas. Hmm. I haven't played the new raid yet. I've heard great, like, everyone's just going on and on about how great this raid is. Um, I also just think, too, I think it's getting better this season because it is very lore-heavy. And, hmm. like, we're getting answers to a lot of stuff, especially, like, um, just exos and the deep stone crypt finally which you know it's we're getting answers to stuff that has been in the game since destiny one that you know people have been waiting years for so i definitely think and again another big problem with a large portion of the community is that not everyone's into the lore so a lot of the complaints come from the fact of just people who don't care to read the lore or who don't care to keep up with the story and you know people who play d1 and they're like you know they just don't remember stuff because they yeah. didn't care um well, the lore wasn't like, even in the game i'm sorry to cut you off but like grimoire, it wasn't even in the game which i think them adding it into the game was a huge thing because yeah. it was it just seemed so unnecessary to have a disconnect i know between putting it somewhere like it didn't make sense it was all on bungee.net love yeah my god those were the days i still would love to see more of the lore that we read actually in the story that we are playing um because i do love reading it like i always do as soon as i see that like lore thing pop up at the bottom i like immediately going into my triumphs tab and like reading that and i love it i love like being like i'm gonna get this triumph so i can read the next page of this lore book because right. it is very interesting to read it but some of the stuff where i'm like they should have just put this in like the actual campaign like they should have had some dialogue or a cutscene or something like i still have that because of how into the lore i am where i would just love to see it actually in the gameplay so not true. just it's in the game but you have to read it because there's still that disconnect of like, okay, it's canon, it's in the game, but we didn't see it, so it kind of still feels like you just read it and it happened. Oh yeah, and I was with you on that lore vibe as well for quite a long while, and then yeah. I stopped playing the game and took my break, and I came back. I actually came back for last season for season of arrivals or whichever. Yeah. I think it's season of arrivals. Arrivals. I came back and I grinded zero to hundred on the battle pass or the season pass. 
I raided, I did some PvP, I wasn't a fan, it just, it didn't feel the same as it used to, so. Season of Arrivals uh, was a huge letdown. Yeah, and I, <laughs> so there's a, there's a joke story of, I lost a bet with a friend of mine because, ooh, 69, the number, ooh. Uh, I lost a bet with a friend because my triumph score is locked, so if I never play Destiny again, my triumph score on D2 69,420. I mean, oh my god. You got to so You can't play again. Perfectly it's over. on it. And I was like, I have like 2000 triumph score I left alone because I just Oh yeah, I was going to say you can it. play, you just can't accept the triumphs. Yep. You just got to leave them there. Yep. That's so fucking funny. You stay. I'm going to quick run to the bathroom actually. Okay, cool. No worries. Back. Well, we got um we got people in chat too who are saying uh, shout out to Dizzy uh, for coming in. And if you guys haven't, I'm going to do a little quick thing and if you guys are listening on Spotify, go check out Dizzy Delo. He's also a big he talks a lot about Destiny 2. He has a Destiny 2 podcast, plays Destiny 2, makes Destiny 2 content. Awesome dude. Um, but I think, you know, speaking of lore, that's one of the things that really didn't keep me around in Destiny was the fact that I don't it know what I was like doing. like a side note, yeah. if anything. Dude, I don't know what I was doing half the time in the game. Like, I'm going to kill this boss. What is the problem? Who is this boss? Where do they come from? Why are we going in Other there? Other than the Forsaken story of like, ooh, Aldrin killed Cade. Go after Aldrin. Go right. after the banners. Go after the... Uh, the the barons, barons to yeah. get to Aldrin, and then you finally do them, and then what's next? Oh, Black Armory. We find the forge. Right. Ooh, deal where with the fuck these snotty what's her from? face XO, and then she slowly improves her attitude towards us. Right. Like, like a last wish just, raid, for example. Where the fuck do the dragons come from? Where the I mean, you have to find all this lore outside of it, but why? Why? Where is this shit coming from? Like, why? Yeah. I don't understand. I don't get it. Why are we fighting a dragon? Is that supposed to be a dragon? What's going on with this dragon? Why is this dragon magic? What is this with this magic? Why is there why are we going into some pit? Why am I fighting these other bosses? If we're there for the dragon, why are we fighting these other bosses? Who are these other yeah, bosses? What's up with what's up with Callie? Why were you having to chase her? How is she lasting so long against like with the dark or like with I don't remember what the hell it was called, but yeah. Yeah, but you know what I'm talking about, but there's none of that. There's no explanation. There's no NPCs. Like the one thing I will give world of warcraft their due diligence on when they do their raids they built this giant story the storyline for every expansion and then every couple weeks they come up with new bits of the storyline that leads into the raid and then so they kind of hold your hand this entire time and give you a reason why you're going in there to stop this person and why they're there and who they are and why the fuck you're killing this person for this x reason and then that supposedly with DC, DSC, it looks really good. Yeah, I mean, that's the thing. So you do that with the, into the one raid, and then they usually, per per expansion, they, they release, like, I think about three to four raids, depending on the expansion. So they kind of, you get through that first expansion, and they give you another, they kind of go right into the next piece of story. Like, hey, you killed this one person, but this unlocked this new thing, and you gotta fight through this new thing, and it's like, they give you a reason to keep coming back, and you know the storyline slowly over time. Destiny's just like, hey, here you go, you finished the storyline, now go to this random raid on whatever this fucking planet is, good luck. Go wax so-and-so. Yeah. She's gonna come back and be like, why was Lev dabbing? Yeah. <laughs> Bruh. What did I miss? Oh no. It just with his hand motions right as you got back, it looked like he was dabbing full on. <laughs> it got me. That's gonna be turned to a meme in no time. 
Oh God. Oh man. We were just talking about the differences between like, you know, the lore in Destiny 2 and like uh, with the raids specifically, and then how the raids differ in World of Warcraft. Where it's like they give like in World of Warcraft, the story's in the game, they lead you into the raid, and then you know why you're in that raid and what you're supposed to do when you're in that raid and why you're killing the main boss. And Destiny 2 is like, here's the storyline, and then this go to this random raid. Good luck. Figure the fuck out. You know, they don't give you any reason like why you're going into the raid, yeah. what you're supposed to do, why you're killing these random side I bosses. Like that, though. Yeah. I think I mean, I think if a if you knew the mechanics then that would just defeat the purpose of having a raid but i like that until you finished it you don't really know the lore behind it i mean if you take last mm. wish for example like there was very little lore about ahamkara in general or just riven and i mean the dreaming city is an enigma of its own true, but true. like i like that i like that until you've completed it and finished there's a cat yeah there's the cat everybody on the street <laughs> cat. Hold on, all right let's take it. a time let's take a sprint <laughs> take a time. if you guys are just listening on chat right now if you guys listen to spotify um uh, <laughs> there's the cat what's up cat uh there's, there's no, a, i think his name is shiro shiro yeah there's a there's a christmas tree behind um uh behind peyton and uh there's a freaking there's, her cat is just like attacking all of these <laughs> <laughs> attacking all of the the ornaments on the Christmas tree, uh, that's awesome. Um, yeah, man. I, luckily, I don't have a cat. My dog though has been. She tried to eat the ornaments off our tree the first year. She stopped. So bad. Come here. <laughs> Your cat's named Shiro, right? Yeah, Shiro. Shiro. It's cool. a destiny name. Yeah. From Shiro Four. Oh. No. Nope. Yeah, name the cat the destiny too. Yeah, like called for animals. Yeah. Don't do it. Okay, um, now that you're back, and this is actually pretty cool. So in chat, we actually have a few female streamers and female gamers as well. And I wanted, we talked a little bit about this before the podcast. This, this yes. might be a little bit of a weird thing, but I grew up with my sister, and my sister always played video games with me. We usually played Halo together. And obviously growing up in that earlier age of like gaming at that time, sure. it was... Serial so sounds mad. Dude, that's my chair. Oh, was your chair? Yeah. Your chair something growled at us. Dude, I need some WD-40. Yeah, fuck yeah. Your chair just growled at us, dude. <laughs> <laughs> oh, all right. So go, so go back in. Um, no, my sister, she used to get so much flack for just being a female gamer. And this is, you know, 15 years ago. Where it still is like just weird having a female gamer, but if you look at the statistics, like I've looked this up before, forty nine percent of all gamers are freaking female. And look that up, Google it, bro. You can look it up right now, chat. It's so it's so weird that the stigma is that there's no female gamers, but there's there's yeah. tons. I mean, it's almost half. Or that it's a minority. Yeah. Like if you're a, if you're a girl who games, then you're the minority. Right, and which is like, not true, obviously. Really <laughs> yeah, but how? So how has it been being obviously a female gamer for like let's just say the past five years? You know what I mean? Like, what has been the big difference? How is the community? I mean, just let's keep it open ended and just kind of go in <laughs> wherever you feel. There's my sister right there, yeah. by the way. That's my sister, Miss Jordan. Um, she's Where the one we. She, yeah. Oh, chat that way. She chat. Oh, like, <laughs> she uh. She oh, actually there she plays. Is. She said, 
Yes. Yeah, she plays Halo with us, and her gamer tech is chick that kills nerds. Oh, I love that. Yeah. Yeah, but she's been playing. Hey, so she comes with a Halo community, and Halo is like a super toxic <laughs> community. That those motherfuckers are. Yeah. Being somebody who's part of the Halo community, y'all need to get your shit together, Halo community. Yeah, as usual. Oh my god. Um, Destiny's not much. I mean, it's hard because I haven't played. Like I said, I haven't played fucking Halo since I was, I think, twelve. Right. Um, and I wasn't allowed to talk to people. I don't blame you. That's probably better for I you. Was quite a child. Um. But yeah, I mean, I, even the Destiny community, there's been a lot of fucking just shitheads that I've interacted with. I definitely think, I would say the biggest thing for me, even still, is like, just being very cautious about who I like, trust and become friends with. Like, I mean, the Destiny 2, the LFG on Discord is an amazing resource, but I've, I think the worst experience that I've had, at least recently, was I went in to the LFG for a raid and I hop, you know, people just post, you know, raid room 42. You just join that room in the discord. Um, so I joined and like immediately when I was like, Hey, how's it going? They were like, is that a girl? You know, they, oh, they go God. through a whole fucking, Oh, is it a gamer grill? Um, and then That's when so we cringy. started, so it was just off the bat, you know, already just, I wouldn't even call it toxic. It's just like annoying and immature, like bullshit that I don't want to have to deal with when I'm just trying to do a fucking raid. Um, but then as it started, he was just saying like some dumb sexist shit. And he was like, you know, we were sitting in the main thing. We hadn't started. And I was like, hey, are we going to start this or what? And he was like, oh, no, no, you're going to get in the kitchen, make me a sandwich. Oh, and I Jesus. literally was just like, I would have just left. Well, I said, I was like, dude, if you're going to be like this the whole game or the whole raid, I was like, I'm just going to leave. And like, you know, one of his, I think it was like actually his buddy or whatever was like, dude, shut up. And like a couple of them chimed in was like, yeah, like, just shut up. It's not funny. And then, you know, he just was like, yeah, whatever, like just being a child. Um, and I really wanted to do the raid. Like there wasn't really anyone else on at that time. And I was like, whatever, I'll just push through it. Like. I'll just mute and do it. Um, and then, like, not even, I think, five minutes later, he, like, just kept saying dumb shit. So I left. I was yeah. like, fuck this. I'm yeah. not going to say this. Um, so that's definitely, like, I would say recently, probably just one of the most, I don't even want to call it, like, the worst. It's just uncomfortable. It's not fun. I would say the biggest thing is just the fact that having to worry about whether or not the group of people that you're playing with are going to make your experience fun or if it's going to be uncomfortable. I mean, I've joined groups where I don't, I don't talk. I don't unmute my mic. Um, my gamer tag, I would say maybe only for like six or eight months now has been lady brave. It used to just be brave. Right. Um, when I got my fiance's, uh, steam, his thing was brave. So I changed it to lady brave. Cause I was like, that's cute. Um, but even like, even just having lady in your fucking username is apparently an open door for a bunch of little teeny boppers to hit you in your DMs and be like, you know, send nudes, bitch, or like, oh, oh my god, you know, I've gotten, I've gotten the, oh, get your boyfriend off the computer, like, you know, I do well in a game and they accuse, you know, that I have a man yeah. yeah um so it's just and it's not all the time but i just think the main thing is like 
just being careful of who you become friends with and who you keep in your inner circle. I mean, I at this point maybe have, you know, just five or so like close guy friends who I play with. Right. I mean, that's the other unfortunate thing is I don't you don't really meet a lot of other women. I mean, I mm. follow a lot of girls on Destiny um or like on Instagram and stuff. But as far as like actually finding other women in the game, like it's hard. Yeah. And then, you know, they're already cautious. I mean, a lot of women I know just keep small, small inner inner circles of who they are friends with. Mm. Um, I would say though, gaming is not so much as bad as it was streaming. Oh um, yeah, I didn't I, even think about that. I have a fun little story about that. Okay, um, yeah, let's jump into that. I had a uh, friend who is not my friend anymore, but he also wanted to stream. And for a while, my stream was—I mean, it never took off. I think I, at the at my best, I averaged probably like ten or so viewers. That's good. Um, like after I became affiliate and stuff, I mean, I was getting subs. Um, and I just, I honestly owe it all to like just my friends and the people who supported me and, you know, my friends who just had this stream open and, you know, helped advertise for me. Um, Lionheart is, I don't know if you're friends with him, but mm. Lionheart, shout out to him. Shout he was out like, Lionheart. still friends with him. Um, he was a huge help in just getting me set up. But this friend of mine, I guess it was just jealousy that my stream was doing well. Um, he started streaming a couple months after I did. Um, and you know, like we've all talked about, it's a slow start and you really have to be consistent. You have to know how to advertise yourself and how to um, meet people without being a scumbag and just meeting people so they can, you know, help you grow because that is scummy. Um, but he told me once, he was like, the only reason you're successful in streaming is because you're a girl. He was like, if you weren't pretty to look at, no one would watch you. So and yeah, that to me was like the... Nail in the coffin. Yeah, I was like, well, for one, we're not fucking friends anymore. Yeah. I was like, for two... I mean, when I first started streaming, I didn't use a webcam for that reason. Yeah. I mean, I never dressed... I don't even want to say, like, provocatively. Mm -hmm. Like, I just dressed like this. Um, and even if I hadn't, that's not a reason to say it was just unwarranted for him yeah, to be like absolutely the only reason you were successful is because you were nice to look at and i was just like the reason you're unsuccessful is because you have a shit personality yep 100 like, percent. i was like that comment right there is why you will never be successful because that's how you view the world so that sucked i mean and that wasn't the first and it wasn't the last time that i've ever heard anything like that as far as streaming went um which i knew getting into it that i was gonna have comments like that yeah. i mean that's why i tried you know i made sure that i was fully fucking covered like right. didn't wear makeup didn't you know i just tried to just be like i'm just gonna game and it's sad that i had to take those steps yeah. to make sure that people respected me as just like someone else and that's why i hate too like i hate the whole girl gamer or like girls who play games like can we just remove the girl out of it and yes. just be like i'm just a gamer like because gender has nothing to do with it and it's sad that it's become something that's divided into male and female and that's why that i think that's why there's such a big problem is I agree. because people are identifying it as gamers and then girls who game and it's like we're the same fucking thing yeah like, 
and it has nothing to do with it. No, I agree. Um, Go ahead, Zon. But it's sad that I had to take those, like, you know, precautionary steps so I could just be, like, respected as another person in the community. 100%. And I was going to say, um, my sister's in chat, and she agrees with you, man. And when we were playing together, it wasn't that she was a girl playing a game. It was kind of, she made her name because we thought it'd be funny to like, really like her name was chicks who kills nerds gamer tag. And that was just to like, you know, like screw you, bro. Like, you know, but she was actually good at the game and we, she wasn't viewed by anybody we're playing with as like a girl <laughs> who's playing game. It was like just our teammate who could yeah. make plays. You know what I mean? It was like, that was the point. Um, she wasn't like, she was a girl, so we're gonna play with her because she's a girl. You know, back then it was yeah. it was very rare to find female gamers. So her interactions, like anytime she was on comm, you think it's toxic now, you know. 15, oh, I'm sure it was 20 times worse. 10 years ago was the fucking Wild West. Like it was yeah. rough. Like every time she got on comms, it was everybody being a shit bag. Um, so shout out to Twitter and shout out to a lot of these these social media um, companies and people being able for to like call you out. No tolerance. Yeah, they yeah. call you out for your bullshit because it is bullshit. You know, those people who are making those comments, you know, I think society's made this societal shift where it's like, fuck you. You shouldn't be making those comments, man. You're being an asshole for no yeah. reason. For no reason. Just just because you can doesn't mean you should. You know what I mean? Like hundred percent. And it's not a, it's not a valid opinion. I mean, I hear it all the time where they're it's so funny. Like now at this age, I just fucking laugh about it because it's like it's mind boggling to me that people like think like this. Where I see comments on shit where they're like, video games are the only thing that men have left to like oh, Jesus. get away from the world. And I'm like, bro, like you realize that like there are some women who work on these fucking video games that you're playing. <laughs> like, <laughs> actually making the games. Yeah. I was like, okay, so what's something women have that like we can escape? Oh, what like cooking and like cleaning <laughs> like is that what we have like it's so funny where they're like this is all we have and i'm like if that's all you have honey then i feel sorry for you like oh, man. you go find a hobby yeah. like you're not gonna be a sexist piece of shit yeah, go like, like chop wood that. in the forest and get the fuck away from everybody else please <laughs> <laughs> like, go move away and just get far far away from society and please go back to alaska or something yeah Alaska's oh, like we don't want them uh, have uh zion have you ever dealt with anything like that? have you seen anybody like um a person you've gamed with that feels that way not personally but cod lobbies are pretty bad god yeah. that's why i stopped I've, playing csgo god I've played, oh god i've played cod since 2008 so that puts me 12 almost 13 years now so yeah um going all the way back like even this last like modern warfare anytime you'd still get it's rare but you'll still get is that girl and then they'll get flamed or they'll get flirted with or just people are gross dude it's just always the small backhanded comments too where it's like it doesn't yeah, it's even the passive aggressive bullshit yeah whether it's the I mean, I, and especially too, for me, like, I mean, I've been with my fiance now for like four and a half years. It's very uncomfortable for me to have men, if we could call them men, we'll call them boys, where it's like just weird fucking flirty shit where I'm like, even if I was single, I don't know what makes you think that I want to be flirted with by a stranger over the internet. Like, I don't understand where that any part of my behavior was like, yes, please be extremely uncomfortable and like weird right. with a stranger. Like, 
it's always just a weird fucking backhanded shit that just ruins it and makes you want to leave. Yeah. Um, yeah, it doesn't have to be anything like, you know, them flat out being like, you're a girl, you can't play. It's just the weird, like, you know, I mean, even stuff where they're trying to be funny and they're like, oh, send feet pics. I'm like, that's still fucking weird. Like, yeah. You wouldn't say that that's, to a guy. What if you walked up to like, a cashier, you're like, hey, send feet pics. Like, re- it's basically the same thing. You're walking up to a random person you fucking don't know in right, real life. It's over a video game and yeah. over, you know, they can't see you. They don't care. Yeah, it's so weird, dude. I don't get that stuff. And I think... So I can say from as a, from a guy's standpoint, I get where the insecurity comes from because you're you're playing a video game, something that you think you're good at, which doesn't make sense because it's just a video game at the end of the day. But let's pixels. say you think, huh? It's pixels. It's pixels. Yeah, at the end of the day, it's pixels, right? But let's say you're you got skill, whatever the case may be. Well, if you get beat by a girl, you get by a beat by a girl on their team. There's like this ego thing that kicks in with some guys who are insecure, and it doesn't make sense, man, because it's like. Because they don't react that way if it's another guy. Exactly. That's you nail on the or head right they there. Don't know what's a girl. I mean, like that. A lot of my girlfriends who play video games, they just have gender neutral gamer tags. Yeah. And if you get fuck, if you're one of those guys and you get beat by her and you don't know that she's a girl, you don't care. It's only when they know for a fact that it's a girl. And I think part of it is the insecurity of being beaten by a girl because they think that they have to be better than a girl. Right. I think it's part of like what they want to impress her and they right. think that it's going to make them seem cool or some shit like what's well, the same like, it doesn't it exactly. just makes me want to never fucking play this video game ever again exactly k-state was giving me a hard time the other day because end of every match i was like gg guys good game good that was a good shot you hit on me or something because i'm trying to be more positive rather than ah fuck you yeah, yeah. you suck and he's like, no, nah, dude, just talk shit. I was like, no, I don't want to talk shit anymore. <laughs> like, yeah. so I'm trying to get better about it. And then because of that, I had like three people on the stream. They're like, hey, man, you stream? You got TTV in your name. I was like, yeah. You feel like stopping by? Come on in. I don't care. I'll get you in the Discord. Yeah. I mean, yeah. there's there's something to be said about, I think ego is a really good way to blame your mistakes. In a, it, let's take a video game, for example. You can blame your mistakes on something else that's outside of your control. But when you like... Hey man, like you just said, hey man, great shot. I should have been over here. You can, you're now introspective. You're thinking about what you're doing and you can get better from it instead of being like, well, fuck you because you're a girl. It's, it's, blah. you know, it's like, that's it's why like, I lost. Yeah, I couldn't think yeah. straight. That's why I lost. Ugh. It's oh like, gosh. you're not being introspective. You're just trying to give an easy out so you can save yourself your ego. Whereas you could just take the fucking hit and be like, shit, I sucked that game. I need to get better. Like, and like, hey, GG, like you can, you can. You know, or just be positive in general. Like it's a fucking video game. Like keep it to your fucking self too. Like, yeah, exactly. Shut the fuck the up. Is, like you don't need to share your thoughts with other people. <laughs> exactly. you, just, you don't have don't to say anything. It. You know, you just go on with your day and queue up another match and uh, get good, brother. Yeah. Oh, I, like <laughs> I literally, that's my favorite too. Is like, I mean, now that Destiny's moved to Steam, you have to be friends with someone to send them a message. Before on Battle.net, you could you could whisper to anybody unless they had it turned off. Yeah. Um, and I loved getting those messages of like, you know, the literally, you know, your boyfriend's playing for you. I just loved messaging back like, get good. Or my uh, classic was just spamming smiley faces. <laughs> and then you just do. get blocked. I just get blocked and it's like, I didn't even fucking do anything. You're the one messaging me being a piece of shit. And I'm just like. Yeah, we've know? talked about it before. Oh, we have a salt mines page 
for yeah. uh, Lev and Yin's Discord. Started in Yin's Discord for Halo, mm-hmm. just because Yin gets a lot of toxicity. Yin, you're a bot. Yin, you're a hacker. Yin, you're Chinese. You met, yeah, yeah like all this stuff. Yeah, and it's just it's so funny. I just think so. This is gonna be controversial, but I want to hear it from your side because I, I've, I gotta, I gotta be honest. I've felt like when my stream wasn't going well, or my streaming, where I felt like my streaming career wasn't going well, it's hard to look at. Like I'm playing the same game, like I'm playing. Let's say Halo. I'm playing Halo, but there's a female streamer who's pulling thirty fucking views, and there's that that thing. Will just I had it one time. It just crossed my mind. It was just like this. Like damn, I wish I was a girl. Like this would be so much easier. But I'm like, what the fuck am I talking about? Maybe she's been on for five years. There's so many things I don't know. And I had this. I was like, what the fuck am I thinking? But I can understand where if you're just starting out as a new streamer, like where that can pop in because all of a sudden you think it's. You think it's because they're a girl, but maybe they're just fucking better than you, bro. Or maybe they've been doing it for better. Or maybe they're better at social media. Or the, the list goes on so and on things. and on. There's gender really doesn't have anything to fucking do with it when it comes down I to do it. I do definitely. I mean, like, even my fiance's brought it up to me before where he'll be like, he's, I think he said it the other day where he said some shit about, like, um, you know, these, these women who stream who they don't really do anything. They just kind of sit there and they suck at video games, but we they pull hundreds of thousands. Mm-hmm. And it's like, even if they have their tits out, even if they suck at a video game and they're just sitting there looking pretty at the end of the day, people are still watching. Yeah. I, and I, I tell them, his, I can't fucking talk. I tell him this all the time. You cannot get mad at a woman or anyone for taking advantage of an audience. Yep. If there's a fucking audience yep. out there who's going to sit there and watch a girl with her cleavage out and she can make fucking money off of that, you'd be stupid not to fucking do it. Yep. I think that if I could make an OnlyFans, I would fucking do it. <laughs> <laughs> and I mean, you could. First of all, OnlyFans isn't a girl only thing. You could do it. Um, I think, yeah, there's probably... Zion, are we, are we going to hear some news <laughs> soon? Are we going to be linking an OnlyFans soon? <laughs> um, but I think I think a lot of it is just, like you said, um, men who are starting out streaming and seeing these women who are, you know, getting hundreds of thousands of views um, and they're not really doing much and they look at that and they're like, oh, she's just getting views because she's hot. Um, which, even if you're hot, you still have to network. You still have to try. It's not like, you know, if she's a fucking model, she can't just go onto Twitch once and then the next day she has 100K views. Exactly. That's not going to happen. She still has to network. She still has to work hard. Um, but I still, I, I just think it's funny where it's like, if if there was a really easy audience that you could, you know, make money to, why wouldn't you take advantage of 100%, it? 100%, dude. You can't, I mean, it's, it's, the men watching her are also the ones that are like she's just a stupid slut how does she get views it's like well buddy you're watching her right you're you're writing her paycheck like yeah um and i think you're you hit the nail on the head man it's like i've thought about this long and hard it's like if i was in the same position i would do it a hundred percent like not not even a second thought i would do it immediately because guess what this world sucks. It's hard out there. If you can make money doing something that you enjoy, fucking mm-hmm. do it. You get to play video games and you get hundreds of thousands of views because you showed a little boob. 
I'm I doing thought, if I anybody I got chest hair. If anybody likes chest hair, I'll fucking shirtless game from now on. Alright? Let's go. <laughs> it's you not have the, you just you can't have nipples out, you'll get I know, but I got chest I just do the under the super low V. That's it. Just That's get a, yeah, just get a yeah. I'm just saying, like, hey man, like I can't hate the player, bro. It is what it is. Right. It, it just I mean I thought about that a lot too when I streamed. I was like, maybe one day I'll just wear a cami and uh Maybe if I get more views, I'll start wearing. You should do it where you do like the voice changer. You wear a mask and then you do that and call it a day. <laughs> <laughs> just keep from here up yeah, anonymous. Just, yeah, or just, yeah, just the, the camera only down and there's nothing, you know. And then voice I, change. No, I mean, I definitely like. I'm not gonna lie. I thought about it where I was like, if I wear something a little booby, like maybe That's, we'll see. But then I was like, I also think too, like. I think there's that stigma since like titty streaming became like part of people's vernacular where it became like a thing like titty streaming became a thing right and it's like i think a, a lot of people started to assume if you were a, a woman who streamed or played video games like you were just a stupid slut who like wasn't even into it and it's like yeah it, i i 100 percent could have worn low cut tops and pushed my boobs up and I could have done that. It might not have made a difference, but if that's what I wanted to do, I could have done it. Right. Or even if I wasn't doing it on purpose and that's just what I wore. Like I think two people are like, and this is a whole other, you know, not even related to gaming, but just like, you know, women with larger chests, they are always gonna seem dressed sexier because, you know, they're boobs are viewed as sexual objects right so even if they're just dressing how they want to dress and they're not doing it to look sexy or provocative there's still a lot of people who are just going to look at her and automatically be like she's doing that on purpose right and that's a, it's 100 like, percent that ego thing and i think one thing that the yeah. gaming community is 100 percent and everybody in chat, y'all gonna fucking hate me for saying this, but the gaming community has always had an ego problem and it's not getting any better. I mean, I haven't seen any evidence to the contrary, quite honestly. I mean, it's, if you go into any PVP match, there's always ego there. And then you add in the fact that there's usually younger kids who are, you know, who are just figuring, like, are just teenagers who are just being cringy to be cringy. You know what I mean? Or just trying, to, or like, most of the comments that you've been saying, you know, it's doing these stupid ego comments, especially if they lose a game. It just, uh, I don't get. Because they expect to get a laugh out of it. Like, right. I mean, because that's the norm, unfortunately, is that, you know, you can say some nasty shit to a girl who's just trying to play a fucking video game. Right. And nine out of ten times, all your little buddies are probably going to laugh along with you. And I think that's the biggest thing, too, is I think a lot of guys who don't agree with those comments are still afraid of saying something. So they just say nothing. Right. And it's like, you know, if we look at it in the, you know, if you watch someone get murdered and you're too afraid that if you say something, you're going to get killed, too. So you just don't say anything. Right. So that guy just keeps off and he keeps going and killing people. Obviously, right. a much more extreme example. Of course. But the analogy is the same, where if you're afraid that if you call your buddy out for being a sexist piece of shit, that he's going to call you, which I've heard, a simp. Or he's going to say, oh, what are you, little fucking pussy? It's just a joke. Like, you know, there's so many things that I think guys are just afraid of hearing from, especially their friends. I think if it's a stranger, call him out, no problem. But yeah, I think it's 100% it's insecurity. Yeah, I mean, I've yeah. had friends of mine who invite their friends to my discord and they just my friend will comp 
turn into a completely different person. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, why are you letting them treat me? I mean, like I can stand up for myself, no problem. But it's also hurtful when you have someone who you thought was your friend who's just letting people act like this around you. Yeah. Like I, it sucks. I think it's, I mean, there's definitely times, like I'm older, man. So I I got a, a job and a house and I've got my own shit. Like I'm not insecure because I've got a lot of things going for me. But yeah. There is this time from, as you're a guy, you got your, you know, this is not an excuse. I want to put that first and foremost. It's not a fucking excuse whatsoever. Just for my own expert, you know, from when I was a gamer younger, and to like there wasn't a lot of multiplayer because it was just you know it was before multiplayer was a thing but then when multiplayer came around it was like the early age of the internet where it was still like a lot of and you know you, you were you were that gamer tag you weren't your person anymore it was like the first time in a long time so people just use it to their advantage to go fucking wild and ape shit yeah. like just be wild like just because it was like like it was literally the yeah, wild west you were you were this gamer tag you're no longer this person you were like you know, so it gave you free reign to act however you wanted, but now that's changing. But there's still like these echoes of the past, right? But I guess what I was trying to say, I'm older, so I've seen all this from the beginning, from the get-go. And on top of that, I'm not insecure like I would be if I was potentially like a 12, 13, 14 year old where there's a million and a half hormones going on and I can't control my boners. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Like, and I definitely take like less offense to it when I can audibly hear that this is a child. I right. mean, I'm 20. Like, if it's a fucking 12 year old, it doesn't bother me because right. I've been 12. It's definitely not an excuse. And I think they still need to get called out or else then they're going to turn into that 25 year old who thinks it's okay to, you know, like sexually harass women. Right. But when it's a 12 year old, I kind of just laugh it off and I'm like, all right, bud, you know. Yeah hit up the old like okay get your number and you just hit them with a why you need a babysitter like so when it's like when it's a child you know i kind of am a little bit more gentle with how i treat it but i still take it but if it's someone who i can tell if you're 15 or fucking older you're old enough to treat people with respect 100%. it doesn't have to do with gender it's just respect. Right. You don't talk to your guys like that. I mean, even the way that I hear some like guys where they're like, you know, they're like, oh, we're buddies. That's just how they are. Even my fiance, he's had some friends in the past where I'm like, why the fuck do you let them talk to you like that? And he's like, oh, it's just the guys. And I was like, no, it's fucked up is what it is. Like, they're right. not friends. That's, yeah, they're, you're not friends with those people if they talk to you like that. Yeah. And those relationships like, don't last. Animal. You know? No, they don't. And I think gaming in general just really has this stigma around it where it's like it's okay to be a dick to people because it's a video game. Because there's, there's I think it's that same thing that I was talking about. It's like there's that anonym, you know, like you're anonymous. So it's right. like you can hide behind whatever that is. But dude, let me tell people if this is the first time hearing this, people in chat or on Spotify, like that shit's going away, man. Like you're getting closer to your online presence than you think you know you're no longer this anonymous being anymore you know it's right you really are like you get called out for your shit you get ip tracked they'll know who you are like it's crazy like you and on top of that why shouldn't you treat people online like you would talk to them in the fucking store or something you know like right. you're seeing them at a gas station hey man like you're not like you're not going up to somebody at a Wawa gas station like, hey, sh- sh- you want a dick pic? Like, no one's doing that. Like, it's crazy. Oh, it's- and if they are, they're getting the cops called. Fuck yeah, they are. Yeah, man. So- God, it's funny that you said Wawa, too. Yeah, man. <laughs> I would. 
That would happen. Wa that would definitely happen in a Wawa. Hundred, especially at like a two a.m. Wawa. Two a.m. Wawa. Hundred percent. Hundred percent. Oh man. Well, um, so you're staying with Destiny Two for a while, and obviously you're still sticking with the art, which is great. And if you, I'm gonna link in chat real quick as well. Um, just for anybody who's joining in, um, she's got an awesome Instagram page. You guys have to go check this shit out and follow her ASAP on her art. It's amazing. Uh, dude, Peyton, it's been, uh, two hours already. Yeah. Dude, how crazy it's is that? Bye -bye. <laughs> dude, I tell everybody when we start, it's like, starts done. Like, it's, yeah, it's every time my Sundays are super short now. Cause we're just like, I come into this room as like a time bubble, you know? Yeah. This happens, man. Real quick before we uh wrap it up. Yeah. Who said something about a fucking bad juju clip? Because I have no idea what you're talking about. Yeah. Actually. Okay. So I, I did. have no so clue. You you, you posted. That. What is he talking? You posted a gameplay, and it's like a 31 kill bad juju game, and you were just going on a tear when it first came out. I'm assuming you had just finished it. It was like your first PvP game with bad juju. And you fried, you got like 31 kills, and you're like, dude, this gun's stupid. <laughs> I don't recall that. That's so funny. If you go to Is your Twitch, yeah, it, if you go to your Twitch, it's like the first thing you see. Oh, I gotta check this out. Hold really? on. Really? Wait, Preston, right. can you pull it up? I'm, I'm pulling to you right now. Hold on. Let me see if I can pull up real quick. Twitch.tv. Okay. I'm interested because <laughs> I really don't recall that. Dude, do you have the links on? Uh, I can find it. Yeah. Is this right here? Oh, that's my Instagram. Sorry. Is what's your, let me see. Oh, now we gotta find this, guys. Now we gotta find this. Click play 31 kills with bad juju. Oof. Uh, I'm Lucy, got it. And I okay, here it is. Which had a random cool. clip play. Oh, yeah, I see. Quick play 31 kills with bad juju. Let me see if I can just. So here's the clip. It. Yeah, we'll link that you clip. were frying. <laughs> Dude. Are you posted it in chat? Yeah, it's in chat yeah, right now. Yeah. And if you guys are on, if you guys are on um, oh, listening at home, yeah, dude, her Twitch is twitch.tv forward slash is Lady Brave with two E's. So it's L A D Y. Oh, baby, look yeah. at me. Lady Brave with two E's. You can go check it out. And this is the clip that we're looking at is Quick Play Thirty One Kills Bad Juju. Yeah, man. But dude, like you, that's why the the name of this podcast right now is Crucible Baroness. You, dude, that's how I met you. I met I you through Clutch. Yeah. There's so many people. So it was just like three kills in a row. There. I, I don't know if you've caught, uh, like, I don't know if you've watched any of the podcasts before, but Lev and I met through Destiny, Future and K State, and I met through Destiny. Uh, Bleach Town, my one of my IRL best friends. Um, we started playing D2 after Warframe, and we got into a community called Shadow Snipers. Shadow Snipers then branched into Fun Fortunate, who's my current clan. If I was to get back into Destiny, mm -hmm. they're they'll welcome me back open arms and hard carry my ass if I wanted but <laughs> um, it's just there's so many cool people you meet I played Destiny with people from the UK people from India people from China oh yeah all over people all over from the states it's like it's such a cool thing that all these ones Lev likes to say all these ones and zeros that somebody plugs into a computer and shows up on the screen is this expansive universe oh, it's yeah. just it's awesome Dude, it's crazy. I mean, I think gaming in general, people just take for granted, man, because it's, it's, I, and I'll tell, I'll say it again. Like, I'm a firm believer that any video game, take Bungie, they took 300 people, made this collective fucking fever dream, 
and then made a reality using ones and zeros and they made it a shared dream that all of us can play and then interact with daily and then it's like what the fuck like even that concept alone is insane is literally ones and zeros on your screen making this <laughs> shit happen and it's yeah, making like, us all connect on like personal levels and then we create our own things out of it it's like right well, it would be like creating own characters and stuff out of just what they've given us as a base game it's crazy dude it's i insane. let that clip keep rolling and like five minutes in you're all get good fucking nerd <laughs> <laughs> I told you. I'll have to, when when we're done, I'm gonna have to go and like watch that whole thing through because I don't really remember it. Uh, when, but, I, when I post the video, uh, I'll put I'm that link to the you're clip crying too. And your loadout is just it's bad juju, recluse, <laughs> oh, and delirium, which is oh my god. Yeah, it's uh, I miss that meta. I really miss that yeah, meta. That was good times, man. Literally, if I was dragging out with it, holy shit. Yeah, man. Maybe. I should bad juju back on after this <laughs> yeah, might have to alright well let's wrap this up um, where can people find you and where can you point people to especially for people who are listening at home uh, my Instagram okay. mainly I'm trying to grow on Twitter I'm not really active on there I feel like I definitely just use Twitter as like a uh, like I look at other people's shit on Twitter yeah. I'm not really posting my own stuff there but I guess just Instagram really Yep. so you can find uh, her Instagram instagram.com it's forward slash lady dot brave and that's with two e's you can find her I also there have a discord too but that's linked in my instagram so if people okay. want to join my instagram or my uh, discord my discord is mainly um not just for content like destiny uh art creators but for people who enjoy looking at that kind of stuff um you know we we game together we do play like different games and stuff in there but um if that's something that people are interested in joining it's a nice little community um so that's on my instagram as well yeah come on in man so go to the instagram then you can also check you to the links in your bio right it should be yeah okay sweet so you can also join that and i am also i'm leveled af uh, you can find me at twitch.tv for such leveled af or go to leveledaf.com super simple and then zion what you got i got ttv zion yeet and the yeet squad's my discord um yeet. other than that i got twitter but i've mainly just used it for like hey i'm going live and then seeing the shenanigans that k-state and von champion unroll most of the time or do you with all your craziness um one question before we end off are you keyboard mouse or you controller <laughs> oh buddy oh uh, buddy control yeah. gang. okay <laughs> uh i do have i mean i just got a new let me see if i can point my webcam down here I do have this beautiful, nice. beautiful and the, the nice white, little mouse to go with it. The white pearl. Um, yeah. So I do use mouse and keyboard sometimes. Honestly, for me, it's much more comfortable for me to just like pop her here. Right. And chill. Um, I'm the but I, I can use it. Right. Ever since 2017, when I made the switch to PC gaming, I've been M&K and it's been all about this bad boy. Yeah. Uh, I've, been, I've been getting into making uh, this is my first custom keyboard for myself and I've actually been testing keyboards for friends and helping them with their setups what they feel comfortable with what I think is good what I can personally review for them like I have a Razer Huntsman that's what mine is mine's the Quartz uh, Razer Huntsman I have the my buddy's getting ready to buy the TKL edition mm. so uh -huh. he bought one and he had me try it out for like two weeks what I thought of it 
how loud is it do i like the keys do i like how easy it is like this that and the other because he's getting ready to build a pc so um he just had me pick my brain on it and i i got because this guy uh i got a controller for playing when we play halo but it's not wired, so it, it doesn't really work too well with my Bluetooth dongle, so I gotta go get a wired controller. But I'm trying to relearn controller to get myself back it's a, to that. Oh my side. God. It's a skill, dude. Take some time, man. Well Yeah. Awesome guys. Well, um what we're gonna do as well, we're usually doing giveaways every single week. The podcast is every single Sunday, two PM. It's live at twitch.tv forward slash leveled AF. If you guys wanna come chill, you can come chill in the chat. If not, you can follow us. We're on Spotify, tune in. We're on a bunch of places that you listen to podcasts. Um, but you guys can check us out anytime. There's updates on leveldayf.com or my Twitter. So you can go there at any time um, and we'll rock and roll from there. In the meantime, you guys have an awesome day. And thank you again, Lady Brave, for coming on the podcast. And we'll hopefully see you soon again. All right. Yeah. Thanks for having me, man. No problem. You guys have a good one. We'll see you guys later. Peace. Bye.